Hey there, you know that book you've been meaning to write? It's time to get it done. This is the Profitable Business Author Podcast, and we're here to guide you on that journey. Make sure you get your copy of the book that goes with this podcast. Right now, you can get the digital copy for free, just for a limited time. Head over to theprofitablebusinessauthor.com and get your free copy right now. I know, it's a really long URL. Just type it in. I believe in you. Hello there and welcome back. This is Julianne Eason from the Nonfiction Book Academy and this is episode five in our short series on financing your book. As you know by now, if you've listened to all of the other episodes in this series, uh, it costs money to write a book. It just does. It costs money to publish it. It costs money to get cover designs and it costs money to market the book. And sometimes you just, you know, you you don't want to spend a lot of money on that. So you want to find ways to finance your book. So this is what we are talking about in this episode. If you haven't listened to the first four episodes, there are some great, great tips in there on a lot of cool ways to do it. But in this episode, I specifically want to talk about a book that I worked on, um, Dot Com Secrets. It's a book that was, it was Russell Brunson's first book. And the book was designed to help sell ClickFunnels when ClickFunnels was just a baby company. Now it's it's an incredible, incredibly robust company. Um, but Russell needed help. He need, he had been trying to, to write a book for about 10 years and he hired me to ghostwrite it for him. And so this is what happened. Like we were going along, everything was going great. I, I wrote a draft based on what he thought he wanted to say. And we kind of hit a wall after the first draft was done. And this is what I call the second author freakout. <laughs> yeah, there's five author freakouts. Um, I'm sure I'll do a, a podcast on the five author freakouts later. But um, suffice it to say that as soon as you get a first draft back or finished, especially if you're not the one writing it, if, if someone else is writing it for you based on what you are giving them for content you go through this sort of crisis of the soul of, of at some level where you realize, huh, this is not as clear as I thought it was, or this isn't really what I want this book to be, or this, I didn't think that, that this information came across at this level. Like you, you just, you're just not happy with it. And it, and it's really frustrating because you think that everything was right. You know, you, you, you think you, know what you're going to write you write it and like it should be done right why do I have to start over why do I have this sinking feeling in my stomach that this isn't the book that I'm meant to write that happens all the time and the only way to get past it sometimes you know sometimes you can you can rework content sometimes you can um, you can just tweak things and it's fine sometimes you have to scrap it and start over you know, and that's that's exactly what happened uh, with dot com secrets is is we wrote exactly what we had planned to write, and it it was a perfectly good book. You know, and it actually on his second book the same exact thing happened. What happened was he he had a, an idea in his head, and he relayed it to me, and I wrote it out, and through the the months that ensued while I was writing, he learned more thought leaders never stop learning. You're a thought leader. You're an expert in your industry. You know your stuff and you're not ever not learning. You're not ever not improving. You're always improving. You want to, you always want to find a new way to explain what it is that you're trying to get across. 
And by the time a book is to the first draft stage, you may have a completely different way of explaining everything. You may have completely different frameworks that you you really came up with during the process of the, the first draft being written. So you get to a point where it's like, oh, this isn't what I want. And oh, I just, I know what I want to say, but I got to get it out quickly. And I just want to, I just want to, so Russell said, he's like, I'm going to hold a live event. I'm going to have an event and I'm going to charge people to come to it. And I'm just going to teach the content. Now, I, I gave in one of the other episodes in this series, I said, you know, you should maybe consider teaching um, an online course where you write a chapter and you deliver it to them. You know, you, you deliver the course a chapter at a time. This is similar to that, except for the fact that you're really, you're like teaching all the content. And in this case, it was over two days. So he flew me out there. I sat in the back of the room and I typed as fast as I could. I was not transcribing. I was not listening verbatim. I was listening and absorbing the content so that I could write it after, okay? But I was sitting in the back of the room and and really paying attention to how everything was being received by the audience. And these are people who are familiar with him. These were, this was a warm list. You know, he, he just sent out an email and said, hey, I'm throwing this event. We're, we're gonna talk about these these concepts come hang out with me. It'll be great. (laughs) And people did. I mean, he had a room of a couple hundred people who paid him to attend this workshop and he got a book out of it and it was amazing. And it changed an untold number of lives as well as changed his life with his, with his company from that book. So you can sell ticket to the event. It can be an in-person event. It can be a virtual event. It doesn't really matter. What matters is, is that you're getting all the content out quickly you're teaching the whole thing live and you're teaching it live over one, two, maybe three days. Okay. And then you use the proceeds that you take that you take in from that to fund the entire project. Right? It's a really great way to get your content out quickly, get it recorded, get feedback from the students live, right? So if they have questions and you didn't think about, huh, that's a really good question. I didn't think about putting that in the book. I need to put it in the book, right? So you're getting ideas and feedback and you're watching the the deadpan looks in people's faces when they just don't get what you're talking about. Then you know, oh, I, I need to add some more stories. I need to add more examples. I need to explain this better. It's a beautiful like live laboratory where you can create all the content for your book. What happens when most entrepreneurs and business people and thought leaders come to me with an idea that they know exactly what they want to write about, that's always a great sign. However, <laughs> however, that that author freakout comes in. That second author freakout is is just deadly because what happens is they want to take something old like a webinar or a podcast or a series of online courses. And they just want a book made out of those things. So I want to sell an online course. So just go watch the course and write me a book about it. The problem with that is those are old things and you're a thought leader. And so you're always learning new things, right? And you're thinking of new ways to explain things. And frankly, if you're selling the course at the end of the book and you want people to to be excited about buying the course, then you don't want to teach the course in the book. You want to teach what they need to know ahead of the course. That's a whole nother topic. That's point A to point B. (laughs) And we'll talk about that in another episode. Whatever you do, please don't wait 
until you have the funds to start writing. You can write, that doesn't cost money, right? You can organize, you can do your book development, that's incredibly important, okay? The content creation process takes time and there's a lot that you can do to move this project along before you have to start investing money. And investing the money doesn't come until the point where you're really ready to start designing covers and doing your publishing and all of that. Maybe if you're hiring a ghostwriter, you have to put some money up front for that. Maybe if you're you know, gonna need help, you go and you invest in Nonfiction Book Academy to help you get through all of these author freakouts and help you organize your book in an amazing way. <laughs> but you don't have to wait to start writing and you don't have to wait to start doing book development. If you're at the very beginning of the project and you're really not sure where to start, go to theprofitablebusinessauthor.com and grab the free book that goes with this course because it's going to help you so much. It's going to clarify a lot of issues that are probably running around like squirrels in your brain where you're just like, ah, I don't know where to start. <laughs> we want to help you. We're here to help you. If you want more resources and, and fun things to do and cool ways to write your book, um, head over to the nonfictionbookacademy.com. That's it for this training series. If you are ready to get that book out of your head and into the hands of your future clients and customers, do it. I believe in you. You can handle this. And I'd love to help you. So we can do that over at the nonfictionbookacademy.com. Until soon, I'll see you in the next episode. Bye for now. Hey, thanks for listening in. I can't wait to read your book. If you're a binge listener like me, just jump on over to the next episode. And if you're ready to get world-class coaching and accountability with your book, make sure to check out the nonfictionbookacademy.com for all our programs and resources. We'll see you soon.